are worshiping. And then a privilege to simply be able to worship God. And then a privilege to be able to come and sing praises to the one that made it all possible. Made it all. Um, guys, we are blessed. It's, the, it's his breath that we breathe in and out. It's his breath that we, we have. He sustains us. He, he holds us through the night and he wakes us up. I, I always like that, that picture of just thinking about him. Jesus sitting there at the end of our bed in the morning and he's watched us all night long and we get to moving around and we get to kicking a little bit and I can just imagine him sitting up sitting up on the edge of the chair and he's ready to talk, he's ready, we, he's watched us, he's held us all night long and, and then we come alive. Guys, do not waste, do not waste the first breaths that come out of your, your body every day. Do not waste them without letting them worship your Savior. Do not waste time. Do not run into the world. Do not run off into your day without giving him the praise that is rightfully due his name. Life is good. Life is good. This morning the message, you're going to put a title to it, Life is Precious. Isn't it though? Life is precious. Here we are. We, We sit and we have the opportunity to praise God. We have the opportunity to come in his presence as brothers and sisters in Christ to worship God. Isn't that awesome? There's, there's, a, there's a counter that I'm going to ask the guys to put up. And a couple of weeks ago was Sanctity of Human Life Sunday for Southern Baptists. Not just for Southern Baptists, for, but for everybody. There was a count, there's a counter and the World Health Organization says this. There's some two abortions every second. Uh, as of right now, to date, year to date, 4,372,830 now, 31, 32, 33, 34. The number flies. Those represent people. Those represent human beings. Those represent lives. Each one of those numbers is hard to believe. Pay attention, that counter will be up there all morning. We're right at, what, right at 3,000. I'll talk a little bit, I'll read a few verses and it'll be at 4,000. You know, that's heavy. People, babies. I can remember, I can remember uh, Wendy, she was an ultrasound tech for so long and each one of our children, we have a documentary of them every day of their life almost, all the way from, from when they were little specks and little sparks, all the way to there's 4D faces looking at you, hey. They were real from the beginning. They were real from the get-go. They were, they were human beings. This morning we're going to just look at Scripture and and whatever your personal opinion is, whatever your your belief may be or opinion might be or wherever you land on on life, pro-life, pro-choice, whatever you land on, Scripture is very clear. And a danger, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He'll make your path straight. He'll direct your ways. The danger is the reason that number keeps going. See, we're almost at 3,000. 4,373,000 in just a moment. That number doesn't stop. 
There's mamas who have been convinced for whatever the reason that things will be better when you make this decision, that inconvenience will be gone, that that burden will be out of the way. You won't have to worry about it. You'll be better. You'll, you'll be okay and you'll be able to go out into life and you won't have that ball and chain. And yet, I ended with this. That's why I really want to start with this. I, there it is. It's busted three. But you know that also, yeah, there's 4,373,000 babies who, and I said this earlier, would one of them have played the flute? Would one of them get to play the trumpet or get to play the drums or get to play in a praise team or play an instrument? We don't know because they're gone. Real lives gone, not just stuff, not just matter, not just substance, not just an inconvenience. No, they were just like us. They were living beings, just like you and I. But you know that number is also the mamas, the daddies, almost at 3,100. That number don't stop, does it? That's a lot of women. Young girls. Young, young girls. All over this world. Who are having to carry that memory. That burden. That decision. That's a lot of people we need to pray for. That's, and and uh, some 125,000 or so a day, some 40 to 50 million a year worldwide. You say it's not a problem. Our country in the news here recently, we're, we're funding it. We're, we're just go do whatever all over the world. It's wrong. Scripture, we're going to see what Scripture says. Look at Genesis chapter 1. You have an opinion, you have a view, you, have, you say, well, it's mine, I can do what I want to do with it. That's not true. It's a life, it's a human being. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, beginning in verse 26, we're not going to have the scripture, we're going to see the number. In Genesis, follow along in your copy of God's Word that you have there in front of you. Look at what the Bible says. Our opinions and our, our, our bent and our group and, and some social or political or, or activist group may have you convinced one thing, but this book doesn't change. The Word of God does not. It will not change, period. The Bible says this. In Genesis chapter 1, beginning in verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image. Notice the plural nature there of the word. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. There is the Son. And it says in Genesis 1 that the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the earth. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the triune, trinity, threeness in one nature of God. And God says, let us make man in our image. Guys, life is precious because we're made in the image of God. There's nobody, there's nobody who's less. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what nationality you are. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks you're from. The haves or the have-nots. Every single one of us are precious in God's sight because He 
He, it's His plan. God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And God, verse 27, God created man in his own image. Nobody, no matter what man may say, no matter what, what idea, what dream, what false reality, what what twisting of truth man does, he cannot take that fact away. God created man in his image. Man was his plan. It is appointed unto man once to be born and once to die. God is the author of that, not man. We don't go and do those things. Murder is sin. You see that? Yes, that's for 1,373,386 women who are suffering. But that's also 4,373,300 murdered babies in 2021. That's not right. Society, society has, has taken the truth of God's word and they're, they're, they're bending it. And they're making rules up as they go. Look over at chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2. Look at verse 7. Verse 7. Then the Lord God formed man of the dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. We did not evolve. There was not a bang. We didn't come from a blob. We didn't make some jump and be here. We're not becoming something else. No, God formed us just the way we are. It was God's plan. It was God's idea. This is how it is. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and God made man in his image, and God formed him from the dust of the ground. That's how it happened. It doesn't matter. You can say that is an old, outdated, man-written document, but it is in the inerrant word of God. Thus saith the Lord, this is how it was, period. Look over in chapter 2, look at verse 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in a garden of Eden to cultivate it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, but from the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat from it you will surely die. God made man in his own image. He formed him from the dust of the ground. He put him in the garden. And he said you could do anything you want to do except that one thing. We know the rest of the story. We know what chapter 3 says. Satan was more cunning and crafty and evil. And he convinced Eve and he, and he, and he did what he's still doing today. He's still, he's still lying to people today. That's why the number ever increases. Did God really say? Is God true? Is God telling the truth? Can you trust Him? Is it real? Verse 18, then the Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I'll make him a helper suitable for him. Out of the ground, the Lord formed, 
God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the sky and brought them to man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called a living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all the cattle and to the the birds of the sky and to every beast of the field. But Adam, there was not found a helper suitable for him. And notice this. Side note. God could have brought Adam anybody. God could have given Adam here anything. God here could have created any situation that he saw fit for his prize creation. But notice what God did. This is what God did. So verse 21. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man and he slept. Then he took one of, the, one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. And the Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. Here God created for man a woman. That's what God did. That was God's plan. That's not the, what the world says. No, that's what God said. God could have brought man anything else, but instead he brought him a woman. And notice what Adam says. Notice what the man said. This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called. Whoa, man. Because she was taken out of man. Church. Yes, that number's going up. But another side note. Another skewed belief in our world today is that just like Romans 1 says, God has given man over to the, to the depraved and the de- just absolute wretched depravity. And he's taken the truth of God's word and he has twisted it. The Bible does not change here when it simply says, For this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife. That's God's plan. That's God's order of things. That's the institution God created. You may have your personal opinion. You may have your, well, I believe this. Well, you're wrong. Because the Bible doesn't change. That's what God's Word says. Man brought woman to him. Whoa, man. You're going to leave husband. You're going to leave mom and daddy. And you're going to go be joined to your wife. And the two shall become one flesh. The two shall become one flesh. Look over it. Look over at Job. Look over at Job. Life's precious, church. Life is precious. If you're here this morning, you are an absolute gift, literally from God. Satan says you're not valuable. Satan says you have no worth. Satan says you are no good. But the Bible says that's not true. God formed you and He fashioned you and He made you exactly who you're supposed to be. And here's the deal. There was another line in that first song He sung. You're still here. He ain't done. If you're still here, He ain't done with you. Because you know what? You're not one of those empty chairs. You're not one of those numbers of who could have been. It's almost at 4,000 now. You're, all, you're not one of those what you could have been. No, you are exactly who God is making you in to be. Look at what Job says over in Job chapter 10. Beginning in verse 10, it says, Job 10, 10. 
Did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese, clothe me with skin and flesh, and knit me together with bones and sinews? You have granted me life and loving kindness, and your care has preserved my spirit. Guys, in the secret depths of of life, God formed and made us. Look over, look over in Isaiah, prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter forty nine. He says this. Isaiah 49, beginning in verse 1, Listen to me, O islands, and pay attention, you people from afar. The Lord called me from the womb. Society tells us life doesn't begin until the number's changing. It's ever-changing. Soon it's going to be one-year-old. Soon it's going to be five years old. Soon it's going to be... It's, it's, whatever, it's whatever meets the need. No, the Bible clearly says, in the womb. Life began from my... The Lord called me from the womb. From the body of my mother, He named me. God knew you from the beginning. You know, sometimes in difficult times and hard times, when we feel low, when we have lots of pressures, when we have things going through our mind that is really irrational, it's sometimes good to remember that, hey, I'm no accident. It's sometimes good to hear the Word of God say to us that, you know what, when we were in our mother's wombs, God knew us. And you know, I'm not a number, 4,000. I'm not a number. I'm here. I'm alive. He's not done. He's using me. God's got a, God's got a plan for me. He's going to do something with me. Look over in Jeremiah. Look at Jeremiah chapter 1. In Jeremiah chapter 1, beginning in verse 4. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. There's accidents. There's no uh-ohs. There's no, there's no wasted. There's no inconveniences. Society lies. The world lies. The prince and power of this air the enemy is trying to kill, steal, and destroy 4,300-something thousand women who was promised it's going to be better, who was promised you're going to be okay, you're not going to be bothered anymore, you're going to be able to go and live your life. No, it's not that simple. The women that have went that path, they never admit that it's that simple. Because it's, it's, it's in direct opposition to the Word of God. And it's a decision that you live with forever. That's why we don't condemn them, we pray for them. That's why we don't condemn them, we wrap them in our arms and we love on them and we pray for them and we walk with them through life is I don't know if the word for those 4,300,000 just this year alone, and for the hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of millions in the past, I don't think we walk with them as they heal. We walk with them as they daily cope, as they daily survive, as they daily just live. 
Bible says, I knew you before you were formed. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I set you apart. I made you my own. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. Guys, life is precious. Life is precious because we're here. Life is precious because God breathed it in us. We get another one, it's a gift. We get another one, it's a gift. We get another one, it's a gift. None of them are promised. Look over in Psalms. Psalm 139, prophet. No, David. King David. Man after God's own heart. Man after God's own heart, Scripture says. Says this in verse 13 of Psalm 139. Psalm 139, beginning verse 13, it says, For you formed my inward parts. Listen, I don't know what your opinion of life is, but Scripture clearly says God created man. God gave man life. God formed him in the mother's womb. God knew him before it was even being formed. Bible says, you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You're not an accident. You're not a mess up. You have value because you're here. God's not done with you. God's not done with you. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Keep reading. If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand when I wake. I'm still with you. Oh, Lord, God is so good. God is so good, church. There's people around us who've made difficult decisions. They made bad decisions. There are people around us who are hurting. There could be some of you in this very room. That says, you know what, many, many, many years ago, I would have been a number. You're still here. God loves you. God's got a purpose for you. God knows. None of us are perfect. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. Some of you in this room, even after hearing that, says, yeah, but I just think. And then you fill in the blanks with things that go in total opposition to the word of God that's sin to him who knows the right thing there's a difference in an opinion and a right thing the right thing is what God says my opinion and what the rest of the world is doing and what the government says and there's a lot of things listen murder's murder Father God, I, we plead for you right now on behalf of so many. God, on behalf of 
lives year to date God who have not had an opportunity they didn't have an opportunity to see a sunrise to cheer to play on a ball team to go be whatever they could be God they were taken and the world says it's okay but God we we simply mourn, we, we repent, we cry out for mercy, we simply humble ourselves at your feet and pray for your healing on our land, on our country, on our world. God, change the minds of people even at this very moment who are contemplating death, who are contemplating abortion, who are contemplating things that God, they are going to regret holy spirit of god wrap your arms so hard around those and love on them god put godly men and women in front of them lord put us in front of them lord let the truth of your word that they're no accident that that life is no accident I, I i'm not here to argue how it happened i'm not here to argue situations i'm here to simply say god before we were in the womb you knew us and you formed us and you made us in our mama's bellies, Lord. You created life. And we are gifts from you. And life is precious. And Lord, we do not have the right and do not have the authority and do not have... Lord, it is not our... It's not our choice to do that, God. We're to walk in obedience to you. We're to walk in humble submission. We're to walk surrendered to a holy and righteous God. God in heaven, heal this land. Heal us. Start with us. Start with me. Start with this room. Start with us, Lord. Let our thoughts, let our opinions, let our, our wants and wishes line up with the with the word. God. And if. There are places in us. If there are opinions in us. If there are agendas in us. If there are. Things in us. God that we are. That are just. In opposition to your word. Holy spirit of God. Convict us and take it out Lord. Take it out of us. We don't want to live in rebellion. We don't want to live in opposition. We want to obey you. We want to surrender to you. We want to live in obedience to you, not in rebellion. God help us. In Jesus' name, amen.